I mentioned Big Ten basketball media days today and tomorrow uh, in Minneapolis. Kyle Austin, MLive.com. Spartan basketball insider is standing by on the Meyer guest line. How you doing, my friend? Doing good, Bill. Uh, this offseason, from last year through this offseason to where Tom Izzo and Michigan State basketball sits going into these media days and they're in the fall practice and what lies ahead for this team? What's your gut vibe right now? You know, my gut vibe is that um, they're probably going to be a little bit better than last year, but I don't think that they really have the pieces to really be a Big Ten title contender or Final Four contender. Um, I think, you know, they got a big recruiting class coming in next year. I think if this year goes well, then maybe we're having this, that conversation at this time next year. But, um, you know, listen, they, um, they've been around 500 in the Big Ten the last couple of years, uh, not gotten out of the first weekend of the NCAA tournament. And, um, I, I don't see a whole lot different with this roster uh, that convinced me that this year is going to be a whole lot different. Uh, they got a lot of guys back who I think could be better, um, you know, in, including A.J. Hogard, uh, Jaden Akins when he gets healthy. Um, so they'll need a lot of guys to take a step up. But, you know, a lot of guys wanted Tom Izzo to hit the transfer portal, be a little bit more aggressive and maybe making changes to his roster. Um, and he didn't do that. Um, you know, he chose to kind of stick with the guys that he has. So, uh, but, you know, unless there's a whole lot of guys that look a whole lot different uh, come November than they did last year, um, I, I think it's going to be, a, you know, fairly similar, maybe a little bit better, but not a, a totally different result from last year. Who, who's going to be the step-up players from last year's rosters to newcomers who might fall under the breakout category for Izzo this season? I, I start with A.J. Hogard. Uh, you know, it's really been since Cassius Winston left. They haven't had, going into the season, a clear-cut you know, point guard, a guy, no doubt, who is your guy. And uh, A.J. Hogard was obviously up and down last year, but um, he, he really came on in March. And if he can kind of look like he did in the postseason and if he can build off of that, uh, he moves the ball very well, um, cut down on his turnovers late. It still isn't a great shooter, but I think if he's a guy that can run that offense well and run the fast break, um, I think that can do a lot for the team. Um, so I start with him and then, I think Jay Nakins could really be a player for them. I thought he was a guy that was kind of stuck in the rotation last year behind Gabe Brown and Max Christie. Uh, but in the small the small role that we saw him, I thought he was great. I thought he provided energy. Um, obviously, he has great athleticism, um, a pretty decent shooter. So he's a guy I'm very curious to see what he can do now that he has a larger role. All the guys in front of him are gone. Um, I think he's a guy that could really flourish with Michigan State, giving him a little bit more of a chance. Who, who do you think could be the surprise player that leads Michigan State that makes this a better-than-expected season for you and the rest of the Spartan Nation? Who is that guy? Well, you know, I, I think I and you and everybody else have seen Malik Call play a couple of games where you think, man, that guy looks like, you know, first-team All-Big Ten, you know, a guy that you can run your offense to who can be a dude for you. Um, and he'll have a game like that, you know, whether it was Loyola Chicago last year when he scored 24 or, or at Wisconsin last year when he led him to a big win. Um, but he just hasn't been able to do it consistently. You know, he'll follow up a good game like that and he'll score, um, you know, five points and seven points and just not really be a factor. So um, I, we've been waiting for it for a while. But if, if Malik Hall can really step up at night in, night out, be a go-to guy, um, kind of be ball dominant, um, take a lot of shots, um, use his versatility to kind of get the right matchups. 
um, and be successful. Um, I mean, he he's the only guy I voted for all Big Ten preseason when I had a vote. Because from what I've seen from him, he has the highest ceiling, I think, of any player that I've seen on it. And if he can be that guy on a nightly basis, um, I, I think he could do some special things. Izzo seems rejuvenated. I think with the pandemic behind him, uh, you look at the contract bump, uh, you look at that recruiting class coming up next year, there seems to be some newfound energy with Izzo as he navigates name, image, and likeness, a transfer portal. He doesn't seem as stressed as he was a year ago. No, he doesn't. And he, he kind of seemed, yeah, it's almost like he kind of came to a decision, I think, in the offseason, which is that, you know, this sport may be changing a lot. I might, you know, a lot of guys might be doing things differently. Uh, but he kind of came to the decision to seem like that he was going to do things his way. And, you know, right or wrong, um, you know, he's not going to go mine the transfer portal. He's not going to become a big NIL guy. You know, he, guys are going to get their opportunities. He's not going to stop them from that. But he's going to kind of rely on what he's kind of always relied on at Michigan State, which is having guys, you know, consistently year over year, multi-year guys that get a little bit better every year, relying on veteran upperclassmen, um, and really kind of trying to do a team atmosphere. And I think he's betting on that kind of being lost now in this kind of transient era of college basketball. And he's, he's hoping, I think, he can be the program where um, they have a little bit more continuity and, and cohesion, and, and that works out for him. So he seems to be comfortable with that decision. I think, you know, they obviously got a very good recruiting class coming in next year. So I, I do sense there's a little bit less uncertainty with him, and I think he kind of knows his direction now and, and how he wants to attack this. Before I let you go, and by the way, Kyle Austin, MLive.com, Spartan Basketball Insider, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Uh, who's the best team in the Big Ten going into this upcoming season? You know, I know everybody thinks uh, Indiana's the best team. I, I just can't trust them. I've seen too many talented Indiana teams um, underachieve. Um, so I'm going with Illinois. I, I know they lost a lot, but I think they brought in two of the best transfers in the country. Um, you know, uh, Terrence Shannon Jr., especially from Texas Tech. I think Grand Underwood's was a good coach who has shown that he can really adapt his system to his personnel and really get the best out of his players. So I, I think Indiana's probably the most talented. I, I can't trust Indiana yet, so I'm going with Illinois as the best team. Kyle, have a safe trip to Minneapolis. We'll talk soon. All right. Thanks, Bill.